Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this edition of the show, we will be talking about this week's episode of Doctor Who, The God Complex, and a few news items as well. So, um, how, how's your weekend been, Paul? Did you did you enjoy this week's episode? Not that we're reviewing it just yet, but let's just let's just set the tone, shall we? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Good. It's been, it's been a, it's been a busy weekend. So I've managed to cram in a couple of viewings of it anyway. So uh... it's been a busy weekend. So that's our review. Yes. Goodbye. You have <laughs> of a Torchwood review later in the week. <laughs> And now we're going to end it like one of those uh, Jimmy Perry and David Cross sitcoms you have been watching. <laughs> we just you, have gr- been, you, have been you have been listening to, in brackets, very briefly. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's do some news, shall we? Let's just, let's just get it straight into it, shall we? And uh, first thing, congratulations to Karen Gillan, who won the Best Actress Awards at the uh, TV Choice Awards 2011. Uh, so um, congratulations to her and also to Doctor Who that won Best Family Drama. So it just goes to show that the, the press are all wrong about these things. People still love Doctor Who. Yes. Yes, it's not dwindling as they keep making well, it I, out. I don't know, is this, was this voted by the readers of TV Choice? I, I believe it was. Right. I believe it was. Um, but I would say not only... Um, a sort of Doctor Who, an ex, an ex Doctor Who as well, um, won an award. Um, he won. David Tennant won Best Actor for his role in Single Father, um, which also featured Saran Jones. Funny enough, so there's a big Doctor Who um, connection there. Yeah, uh, and also another uh, Stephen Moffat um, program. Uh, Sherlock won Best New Drama, and again, quite deservedly so. Because I really did, I think so. yeah, I really did enjoy that. Um, so that was that. Um, no mention of no, nothing, nothing in the cube winning best game show. Then, afraid <laughs> not. I'm afraid not. Apparently, it was uh, it was um, pips of the post by Don't Scare the Hair. <laughs> uh, now, now you know I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be interesting to know what was in the categories for that. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> No, no, I honestly don't know. I, I, sort of, I don't really know much, too much about the, whether that's a, a big award that the industry takes notice of. I, I don't think so. Exactly. It's, it's no. hardly the BAFTAs, is it? But I suppose as it's sort of voted for by the viewers or the readers, I should say. Then um, I suppose they're viewers as well. <laughs> Otherwise, they're doing it purely from the listings. <laughs> <laughs> that would make the, the world an interesting place. <laughs> That three-line intro into the in the listings—that's that's all you've got to go on. <laughs> and the winner of the listings for the best factual drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, we should start those awards right now. That'd be great. <laughs> oh no! For, for the line, a racy drama. Yes, <laughs> starring, starring, <laughs> with hilarious consequences. <laughs> Oh, should we do some more news? Yeah. Let's do some more news. Um, well, I say this is news. This has come out of the sun. Now, it's, I think <laughs> <laughs> this is... Could um... have been said with any less. <laughs> Disdain? Is that yes. the word you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's... Um, 
they they picked up on a, um, a an interview done with John Barrowman, and basically the headline is John Barrowman wants next Doctor Who to be a woman. And I thought, oh, here we go again. Um, basically, he, he just says he thinks a female Doctor might work next time. Um, there are lots of young girls and women who are looking for that sort of role model, and they would love it. Um, so he's saying, yeah, they should go out and live and try it. Um, if Captain Jack can be an omnisexual time agent, why can't we have a female doctor? Um, and then he went on to tip... Um, his favourite for the role was Catherine Tate. Um, who I, personally, I think that... Well, probably the worst person to be the doctor. I can think of other actresses, but definitely not Catherine Tate. Um, and considering she's be a very Romana regeneration ooh, sort of thing. God, it? yeah. Um... But it also finishes off with, and this is so typical of the son, Camp John, 44, who also... That's pinched... how he describes himself. No, this is how the son describes him. <laughs> no, that's how he does. I don't think... I think Hi, I'm Camp John Barrowman. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't know. But then again, he apparently, according to the son, he does say at the end... Oh, let me read the whole sentence, because it, it's a Camp John... Is it, I think the camp bit is just to reinforce the fact of, the, of what he says in his last sentence. I'll say it again. Camp John, 44, who also plays Captain Jack in Torchwood, joked, put me in a dress and I'll be the Doctor. So there you are. Yes. God's sake. Um, but also on Den of Geek, um, there was another, so they listened to another article on there uh, where John Barron would say he would love to come back for the 50th anniversary of uh, Doctor Who. Um, which I think will Probably it'd be a good time to introduce him. I, I don't know. I, I suspect it depends on what they're going to do for the 50th anniversary. If they're going to have any old companions or whatever, then he would have to be one of them, wouldn't he? He would, really. Um, but the trouble is, you, you, you could you could end up with another um, journey's end, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, to be honest, actually, he's one of the few they could actually bring back who wasn't jettisoned to another. Parallel, parallel universe, or had their minds wiped, yeah. or yeah, yeah. He's, he's so. the one that could come back without actually having to break a storyline or mm. come up with some massive excuse as to why it's now possible. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think. As I say, I like. I like the character of Captain Jack. I think it's, when, when it's when it's done properly, when it's written properly, I think it, the character works. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, next news item. The Writers Guild nominations for 2011. Um, Doctor Who has been nominated again, which is the third year running for the series. Um, but it's missed out on the previous two occasions. Um, to Being Human, uh, written by Toby Whithouse, who also wrote this week's episode, The God Complex. Um, so it's been nominated in the Best Television Drama Series. So yeah. we, we wish it luck for that. I think it's... Uh... Yeah, I suspect we've got our... Our, our grading of awards wrong by starting with the TV choice ones. Though. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, who knows? But but it's up against um, the Shadow Line, which got very very good um, reviews. I didn't watch it myself. No, it, did I? Actually? No, but it did get some very uh, sort of very good reviews, and people I spoke to said it was you know really good. Um, and accused by Jimmy McGovern. Danny Brocklehurst, Alice Nutter, and Esther Wilson. So, so I, I don't. I actually can't remember what accused was now. Can you? Um, no, I didn't watch it. So I can't no, say. 
I'll see if I can find a TV Times blurb for it. <laughs> <laughs> for it and see if we can give it a little more next Oh, week. no, no. TV Choice. Yes. Must look in TV Choice. <laughs> so, anyway, we wish Doctor Who luck with that. Um, now, production news. The Christmas special has entered production. Hooray! Yes. Yes. Um, now, there has been a few um, photographs leaked online. I think basically just people hiding in bushes with their iPhones. Um, and just happened. <laughs> just happened to, happen to, happen to stumble across Doctor Who. <laughs> I was in there anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so um, obviously there's no plot points announced or anything, and you wouldn't hear them on this show anyway. Um, so uh, there we go. So it, it's it's moving on. It's actually it's quite late, isn't it? For production on the Christmas special, I suppose so. But I suppose because they've had, they've been filming in the summer. Exactly, because usually Christmas specials sort of filming in July time because the, the the series yeah. is wrapped up by now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but they say they were, as you say, filming in the summer. A for the crop circle scenes in um, Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah. Which we are one of the last things to be filmed. So, uh, yeah. Just seems a bit. Uh, maybe they might, if they're going to go for a, um, a sort of a Christmassy feel, the actors won't be sweating. I noticed that when um, in David Tennant's first story, where it's meant to be Christmas Day, and you can quite clearly see he, he's sweating like a like a pig in that dressing gown. Try, do, do, <laughs> doing a sword. Do, don't really want to come. No, doing doing a sword fight in the middle of July. So. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, anyway, let, let's. Sh- shall we have some viewing figures now? Yes. Why yes. Not? Why not? It's what people are waiting. For. Oh, they wait with bated breath every week, don't they, for this bit? Uh, the unofficial viewing figures for the God Complex was five point two million viewers. Um, it was slightly down on last week, but it was the third um, highest rated show of the day. Yeah, I think last week's I think was boosted by the fact that it followed. Yeah. Strictly Cub Dancing. Exactly. Well, the thing is, the, the, the show that was on before at Celebrity MasterChef, um, that only had an average audience of 2.7 million viewers. So there was quite a large proportion of the, of the UK switched on when Doctor Who came on. Yeah. So that, that was Whereas quite... last week, I think there was actually a, a slight drop-off, wasn't there? There was, was, yeah. But it's only sort of so... about a million drop-off, wasn't it? So it yeah. um, wasn't too bad. But I think the... The, the the terrible thing is that it was actually beaten by all star family fortunes, with no stars. With no star, yeah, Cheryl Baker. So, um, which actually only had an average audience of five point three million viewers. Again, these are unofficial, but um, there wasn't a lot in it, to be honest. No, it's just yeah, you just you feel that it should be beating things like all star family fortunes. Yeah, yeah. Although I don't, I mean, what was on perhaps before. We don't know necessarily know what was on before All Star Family Fortunes. That may just have picked up from the fact that something else was on before it that people just didn't bother changing the channel for. Uh, I honestly don't know, but obviously, it, quite a bit of telly's watched like that. Yeah. Saturday. Well, the other thing as well is also the lead into the X Factor. Yeah. As well, which obviously won the won the battle of the viewing figures that night. Um, but yeah. that's to be expected these days, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so there we go. So that's that's the that's the facts from my uh, my shady contract uh, contact in the underground car park. 
So, um, now, as I stated on last week's... Um, actually, no, I didn't state last week's show. I stated on Twitter during yes. the week, didn't I? Um, that we'll have some news about what's happened to our um, audio commentaries. Yeah, and I'm still waiting to hear. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> if any, Talking if... of a god complex. <laughs> <coughs> you see, I cursed you with the pox then. <laughs> It was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the words dried in my mouth, <laughs> and I could no longer breathe. You're now knee-deep in a plague of locusts. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, obviously, since um, Doctor Who and Torchwood um, have been running, and plus we've had like holidays and everything, it just hasn't been possible um, for myself, Paul, and Tony um, to get together to do an audio commentary. Um so I think what what we what we've decided is to well, what we've decided. No, we do. We we talked about this off air, didn't we? Yes. We talked about this off air um, that we will continue with them. I, once... I was told if you don't like it, you can get out and I'll get something. <laughs> <else>. <laughs> I'm on the phone to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we 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 did sort of decide it would be sensible to um, once Doctor Who is finished. Um, then we will continue with uh, our audio commentaries because there's just far too much stuff to talk about with Torchwood running as well and and, and now Doctor Who. Um, it would have think, think been a point of us trying to do like three podcasts in one weekend, which is a bit of a tall order. Yeah. So um, we're not even going to we're not even going to attempt it. So uh, so there we go. So we should be back. With all their commentaries in mid October, so if if any, if anyone does look forward to listening to them, that's when they'll be back. So <laughs> we look forward to them. We have a damn good laugh when we uh, yes. when we when we get together to do those. Yeah. So um, we, so we're, we're quite happy if it's only us three that ever listen to. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So well, actually, us two because I don't even think Tony. I don't tell you that listen to them. Yeah, but I know I enjoy listening back to uh, back to them. Um, even I if, enjoy making them. I'm not sure. About oh yeah, yeah. Because we're usually. So we had a few when we done them as well. So <laughs> that always helps. That it's always poor, helps. Poor, poor. Um, I can't even think of the word now. Addled by drink. I can't think of the word I was going to say. <laughs> poor, poor. Addled by drink. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> I was going to say. I, yeah, is it, is it to rearrange those words into a <laughs> sentence? <laughs> it could be. It could be. See, this is why we actually can't do physically can't do a, a commentary at the moment because just my brain has already stopped working at this stage so it let has. alone trying now to do two hours worth of commentary on after this would be foolhardy I think I think it would be I think it would be and this is sober as well <laughs> oh dear um and also before we sort of wrap up this news item I think um I should make a, a, a mention to some sort of I'm actually, I'm actually going to say friends of the show. I think that's probably the best way to describe um, the Gallifrey UK. Yes, they actually yes, friends of the show. Um, they've just started their own um, their own podcast, um, which should be available to to all very very soon. Um, so you can you can actually um, get to their podcast um, through their website. Which is www.gallifreyuk.com, and um, 
they've named their podcast the um, High, the, was it the High Gallifreyan, oh no, Gallifreyan High Imbeciles, that's it, so um, so that, I think they'll be up on iTunes shortly, but if you say, so if you want to listen to it, um, you can go directly to their website and uh, listen to it or download it from there, so um, so we, we wish you luck with that gentlemen, we really do. Yes. Okay, so shall we, um, shall we close that there and then get on with our review? I think so. I think so. Right, oh, that was the news. Right, it's review time, and we'll be chatting about the latest episode of Doctor Who, The God Complex. So, Paul, what did we think? Ah, oh, I don't know what we think. But... <laughs> no, I so said we have to think together now. <laughs> it's the new direction the show's going in. <laughs> <laughs> it linked together. That is it. Oh, you're gonna be so pedantic then. What did you think? <laughs> no, no, go on, go on. If I try and transmit it, see if you can work out what I'm thinking. <laughs> yes, that. No, Ooh, um, a bucket of Wilkes. <laughs> it's Sunday. It's <laughs> each, um, to, each to their own, I suppose. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get your own. <laughs> <laughs> just well, just save me the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is not a very professional stuff. It's not, is it? Is it? Um, right, go on. It's up to our usual stand. It is actually, yeah, we're talking a professional. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yes. It's, it's me too. It's exactly what you want the who to be. It is. Particularly lots of running down corridors. Oh, there's plenty of them this week, weren't there? <laughs> A hotel, after all. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was as good as last week's one. But then again, I don't think a lot of, that that was. I think last week for me that was been my favourite of the series so far. Yeah. It was. Yeah, you know, the story wasn't as clever, was it? You no, felt the story was slightly shoehorned into what they could do with the rooms and yeah, that as opposed to being focal to it sort of thing but um well as i say it was an improvement on toby whithouse's previous um who entry which was the vampires of venice yeah um so it's a big improvement on that one um but i did i like the, the you know the setting um i think it could have been possibly creepier than it was yeah um i'd agree with that but then i suppose they've they've had a couple of slightly darker ones anyway, haven't they? And I suspect, because I don't know what's coming towards the end, so... Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, a... well, it's actually something that... Um... And you also have to think, remember, of course, that it is a kid's programme. It is, yes, indeed. Um, but there was something that um, Martin from the Bad Wilf podcast um, tweeted, was the fact he was glad that they moved... Uh, Curse of the Black Spot back into the first half of the series because otherwise it would have broken up a run of four very good episodes yeah and I, I do agree with that I was going to say because it's now already out of his memory <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do agree it, it, it would have I think it would have been a bit weird to have had the episode sitting in the middle yeah of all these really do um but anyway, um, 
And it's, it has actually, I mean, going back to it, it has been quite nice to have three relatively standalone episodes. Yeah. Yeah, without the usual sort of story arc. I mean, obviously the end of it is going to... has a significance to it, but... Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just nice to watch a programme and actually just appreciate the programme rather than thinking. Yeah. So what does that mean, and... What's going to happen there? Yeah, when are we going to find out the answer to that? Yeah, it, they, they, they have got a lot of ground to cover now because obviously you've got the the future Doctor has got to come back into Amy and Rory's past to go yes. back to Lake Silencio. So it's it's a weird, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, weird time. I really am sort of quite intrigued how they're going to sort of tie this all up. But anyway, uh, that's that's for the future. That's for the future. That's for the future. Yes. Um, the yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my brain. So um yeah, I so obviously so that Toby Whithouse it's an improvement on his previous um script for for who. I think the direction by Nick Curran, he's been the best director this series. He's also directed the last episode as well. Yeah. Um he certainly knows how to get the most bang for your buck, really. I mean, my, my other sort of favourite director from since New Who, sort of, or Who came back, I keep saying New Who, as I say, since Doctor Who came back in 2005, has been Graham Harper. Yeah. But then again, he was a stopover from previous. the previous years. So, yeah. um, the old Who. Old, old Who, yes. So, I, would, I mean, I, it's a shame Graham Harper hasn't come back, but I'm beginning to wonder whether his style of direction would suit these scripts. Um, because he, he because he, yeah, he's probably he'd probably be sitting at home now if he was listening to this saying, "Of course, I could do that." He probably could. I mean, pro- I, I would like I to see adapt. Yeah, I can. I, can, I, well, I do the damn sight better than anybody else. Yes, but, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it just that all the sort of stories he seemed to direct in, um, in under Russell T. Davis, it was all the the action orientated ones. Everything yeah. was very very fast paced and action and. Um, big set pieces and things like that, which um, which was great. But I think it, it takes a different style of directing for these particular stories. Yeah, although uh, this was quite fast-paced, just not it was fast big paced. action scenes. Yeah, but it, it was just different. The way it was, okay, you were looking at one scene, but one minute you were looking at it through the, uh, the CCTV. Yeah. And then it was back to back to them... There and it was it just the way it was all cut together was really really good. Yeah. I, you know, I really liked it. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of comparisons uh, to The Shining um, because it was very very. I'm, I'm not sure if you've actually seen The Shining, have you, Paul? Cause you're not a no. fan of sort of horror films, are you? But um, no, it was very very much like that. It was like, it was like the Overlook Hotel. Um, there was obviously a big influence uh, to it as well. Um, even sort of like zooming on on doors and everything, sort of sort of like that sort of slow zoom in. Um, that again, that was used in the Shining as well. So, but um, so it was obviously a, a homage, I think is the best way to describe it. Um, and at the end, another influence, I think, it just reminds me of Star Trek: Next Generation with the holodeck. Yeah, I yeah. don't quite think that was the view they was, they was I going for. I don't think so. No. Um, but the other thing is, well, that there was there was another bit, what well, the, the the bit at the end where the 
the corridor that the the monitor and uh, the doctor were in, it, it when it started breaking down, back to like the holodeck um, again. For some reason, it just reminded me of Tron. Yeah. Um, that only means it broke down into its individual blocks and. Yeah, it was it was it was like old, old CGI, sort of like the first yeah. stabs that that Disney did back in the eighties, and and but it worked though. It didn't look. Um, rubbish or anything. I think it, it, it was a really, really good effect. I really liked it. Yeah, it sort of took you back to, oh, this is obviously a um, computer-generated Yeah. Set, I, so. Yeah, exactly. I just like the way it broke down. I thought it was, it was really, really well done. Um, the only effect I thought was pants um, was the gorilla at the beginning. Yes, I was going to say that. I was waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was- definitely the thing you thought actually when you spent all that time on the minotaur costume that you'd have something a bit better than a man in a gorilla fancy dress effectively yeah it wasn't the least bit convincing i think that's probably why that they wisely use a lot of quick edits on that yeah yeah uh it's just i don't know i mean i, I actually wondered then was it meant to be that was this the computer's but it wasn't was it it was meant to be a proper gorilla that it she was. was scared of yeah um it wasn't just peep a man in a gorilla suit now this is going to make me sort of go off on a slight tangent but there is there is a point to this um the first series of the mighty bush it the, the bolo character was actually done in a rather convincing um animatronic um mask it looked like a real gorilla yeah. And they had naff all money um, for that show. And they had even less for the second series. That's why they went for the, 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 the bolo that everybody now knows, which is the... Basically, it's just like almost like an in, inanimate um, mask. Yeah. You know, apart from the fact just that the jaw moves up and down. But so on for the first series, it was, it was properly done. It's a, it looked like a real gorilla. Um, now, if the mighty Boosh can afford that on no budget at all, surely they could have... On Doctor Who. Yeah, and it's not even that. It's the fact that it wasn't central to the story that her fear was a gorilla. If they couldn't get a decent gorilla, then what? come up with a different idea. I know. I know. It just that, 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 was, that the, really did let other, it down. The other ideas works, as in the PE teacher was a good scene, and you could see that be somebody's fear. Well, this this is the I thought this is the great thing about it because all the, I mean, the other fears that they just sort of cut into. Were actually well, well realised. Yeah, exactly. Because it wasn't you know, the okay, you had the, the sort of like your sort of like your, your cliched nightmares, which is like your clowns yeah. and your ventriloquist dummies. Um, which I'll but at least on. the clown wasn't done. It wasn't overdone. It's just like it somebody just, sitting there. It was just and, sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, you, as you say, you had the other nightmares, like the the PE teacher and that yeah. fear, that fear of. Oh, you've forgotten your kit again, right? You can do it in your pants. Yeah. Um, and believe me, I've been there on that one. Um, and then you had the other thing with the the, the Howie character, with the girls laughing at him. A because, yeah. a, because he was a nerd, and B, because he had a stutter. Yeah. Um, and again, they, they were just sort of in, more interesting nightmares. Just said, do you want to admit to being into that one as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from the stutter bit, I probably could actually, but there you go. Um, but, but even when she was walking round, the woman at the first bit, she went into a room and there was a photographer there. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, you know, you could see that one. It was just all the others seemed to be well realised, mm. except that one. And that was the one that kicked it off. Yeah. Yeah, so you just didn't. Think... Yeah. I, I was saying, no problem with it being a gorilla, but as you say, if you're going to realise that kind of nightmare, at least have it looking a bit convincing, because I don't think yeah. I would have been scared of a bloke in a monkey suit. No. Really? So. Actually, no, that, that would be my fear. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what all they had to explain was. She was yeah. scared as, as a kid at some maybe some kid's party, yeah. Rather than a a a a, a, a picture in a book scared her, yeah. No, it just yeah, it just if they couldn't do it right, then they could have just they could have come up with something else. Yeah, but um, but um, I say that that's the only thing I didn't like. To be fair, yeah, that was the only thing I, I thought to sort of let let it down. Um, I thought that. Um, if we go back to the nightmares again, I thought the, the, the scene with all the ventriloquist dummies was a, yeah. well, that that was quite creepy. From the point of view, is when the doctor walked in, they all stopped and just all turned around and looked at him. And then followed him round the room. Yeah, which I thought was brilliant. I thought that was really good. Um Yeah, that 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 there you had something well realised. Yeah. Didn't you? And it worked. I'd actually, if I, I think if I was doing that, I would have had different ventriloquist dummies. I mean, different types, not just one particular type. Because they, yeah, I but... mean, there are some really creepy-looking um, vent dummies about. There really are, and that, and they certainly weren't the creepiest. <laughs> but we presume that this is taken from it. Ta- somehow takes their memories. Yeah, I'm the... assuming so. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I mean, that it, was it... obviously the one that scared him. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that there are scarier, um, how can I put it, scarier models to, to yeah. base it on, if you know what I mean. Because you've got those ones with the, with the eyes move, the eyebrows, eyebrows go up and down, and all yeah. that kind of thing. You know, really, really horrible looking things. Um, you know, had awful. Oh God! <laughs> oh, how <laughs> oh. scarier than a room full of them. <laughs> Excuse me when I switch the light on. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, a room full of Keith Harris's. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. no that's it. it. It was well done, though, because the, the way they, they used them was really yeah. good. And actually, the way... Did you see Confidential? Yeah. Arthur's, the amount of people they roped in to move that amount of um, dummies was... Uh, it was quite... You know, it, was, it was quite an orchestrated... Um, Sort of manoeuvre, really, wasn't it? Well regimented, I should say. That's a yeah. It was a regimented manoeuvre. To actually be following him around the room and you can't even actually see him. He's gonna... Yeah, see it. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out. Had to, everyone had to move in, in exact time. That's it. Now I really did like that. Um, I thought the other good thing... Now, the other thing... I did have a one concern coming into this story. David Williams. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, mine, mine as well. Yeah. Um, what, what did you think... I thought it was actually very good. I did because I because I, I, I was expecting probably the same as you. I mean, um, totally over the top performance. Yeah, and I thought it was just going to be like another Little Britain character. Yeah, very samey. But um, no, it was a, it was a very. It sort of started out as sort of like the, the like the the comic relief. Yeah. Didn't and it? then he realised actually he was probably the most scary person there. The, the most sinister, he, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He 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 would he would sell them all out to save himself. Yeah. 
as the doctor said, it's sort of underneath all the the, the cowardice. It's a rather sort of very 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 sly. Yeah. Un- underneath. And actually, he's considering all the mask and that. So actually, his facial expressions on that without actually saying anything in yeah. response that a doctor was pretty good. Yeah, because it was almost because um, when the doctor was in close. Um, Sort of more or less admonishing him. Um, it, it's just it was the funny little breathing. It was like really nervous. Yeah, breathing. He was. It, it was. It was to say it was really really well done. Um, I was sort of glad that he didn't sort of really get sort of bumped off at the end. In a funny way, he sort of yeah. like his slyness did get him out of it. That's how they. That's how was it. What they call the Tivoli who have, have yeah. lived for for that long. Because they're used to well, they, staying out of trouble, and exactly, and they'll just sort of do anything. Yeah, you know, just to say they'd rather be conquered and subjugated rather than be killed. Yeah, I mean, and even the line to Amy about well, that was my nightmare. Yeah, your 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 room must still be there, out yeah. there. And it was that, that little horrible little look he gave. So yeah. he was secretly pleased, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like as a, if to say, you know, oh, so he's just. Worry about yourself and yeah. just trying to get everybody off on edge. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really well done. Really, and good. the look actually that the doctor gives him when he comes around the corner and says, "Oh, he overpowered me." Yeah, as if to say, "No, we know exactly what you did." Yeah, they all just walked off and left him, didn't they? Didn't yeah. say anything to him. They just sort of looked at him yeah. in disgust and walked off. Yeah. No, I did think that was a very, 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 like very good character. The, it was like the bit with the fish. Yeah, again, that was all, that was sly and sneaky as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You just see it. You see him so you, mostly on CCTV, isn't it? You see him what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, that was really, really good. Um, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, put it that way. I really was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was one of the things actually. You sort of when you read about who was going to be in upcoming episodes, you just thought. Oh, what's that? How's that episode going to go? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't. I was very, very dubious about it. But um, no, I'm, I'm. I'm rather glad. I really am. I'm rather glad. Um, now, what about the the uh, monitor? Because I thought that was well realised as well, actually. Yeah, what what they did well with it was they didn't actually let you see it. A lot, certainly not early on. Um, an eye, you've got the legs, you've got it looking yeah. through the water running down the glass rather full on. Well, it wasn't early until right at the end that you actually saw it when it bursts into the room. Yeah. Where uh, Amelia is. Um, that you actually see it fully, isn't it? That's right, but the thing is, it, it was actually such a good makeup job, they didn't have to keep. Cutting away from it because it was convincing anyway. It was yeah. a very, very good costume. Um, but I see what you mean, just using it sparingly made yeah. it more effective. Yeah, and that you didn't just sort of get used to it being. Yeah, because I thought I, that's right. Because I thought the bit in um, in like the the, uh, the the salon when it first, and that you just seen it in the mirrors. Yeah, for sort of sort of different angles on the mirrors. I thought that was that was really well done. I really liked that. Um, and and the, and also, as you say, the the talk between the the glass with the water running down it, yeah, that was really effective as well. 
So again, but you know, that's Nick Curran again. So you know, yeah. so say, rather, rather, rather than just giving you this is the monster, yeah. here it is straight away. It was you really you really have to wait till the end to see it fully. Yeah. But uh, but the thing, the amount of um, effort that went into making that that costume as well, and for so little screen time. Yeah. I mean, you see them working on it on Confidential. It's absolutely, I mean, it's fantastic the amount of work that went into it. Because that's the sort, of, that's the sort of thing, and that's the sort of thing I wish Confidential would actually concentrate more on. Um, As opposed to swimming with sharks, swimming with sharks, or driving, yeah, cars around a racetrack. Um, well, to be fair, I suppose there wasn't actually a lot they could have done with last week's because, other than the robots, there wasn't actually any other. And Karen Gillan's makeup, and that's about yeah. it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I seem to think that since um, after the first series, they haven't really concentrated so much on the special effects and wardrobe and things like that. But I think, I mean, for me, that's the sort of stuff that interests me. Yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see what you know what that goes on behind the scenes. But I'm, I'm not really interested in. Um, Okay, I know it's everyone's got a part to play, but I'm, you know, sort of like one week you've had to, oh, it's my job to make sure all the radios are switched to the right channels. All right, okay. Um, it's not really of any any concern, to be honest. It's not something you see on screen, is it? I think people, people are interested it's to see people who get up every day and do a job. <laughs> just get told, well, you know. Would it be like if I said to someone to follow me around on my job? They'd be bored. It's a tears. They really would be. Oh, then it said something else then. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they would. They're just not interested. Um, no. But I think someone who, who does special effects for a living that is interesting. You, you, to you, you if you was a radio operator, you might <laughs> no. But see, you can see what they you can see they they start that with nothing. They've made something, and then their end product ends up on screen. There's a lot of work goes into it. And yeah. it's interesting to see, and it's especially to say if you if you haven't seen Confidential yet, I mean, um, please watch it if you have, if you've recorded it or, or you're going to watch it on iPlayer, please do because the work the work that went into making that uh, monitor costume was absolutely fantastic, really but was. Then that just comes back to how little was done for the gorilla costume, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, well, con- considering they can probably hire better gorilla costumes. Animatronic ones. I mean, that, that's, that's what it just looks like, wasn't it? Like, a hired costume, yeah, like a, for a fancy dress shop. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, as I say, it's to, 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 to it's a sharp that, contrast, isn't it? Yeah, to yeah. get everything so right on the other stuff. Yeah, but and yeah, then lose I mean, it out on that. Yeah, and perhaps actually because everything was so right on the other stuff that makes that stand out even more. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just thought it was. Yeah, I thought that costume was absolutely brilliant. Um, I really can't sort of go on about it enough, to be honest. I'll, I'll stop here, but I really could just talk about it all the time because it was a really, really good costume. Um, getting getting back to the show, to me, anyway. the other stuff like the photos and what their fear was. Yeah, like the, on the um, walls, which is really good. And you found yourself trying to see read the ones that they weren't even focusing on. Well, I, I saw um, a, a, a Silurian. Yeah. Um, also, you had the Sontaran. Uh, you had one of the Cat Nuns. I did yeah. spot one of those, and I, for life, I can't remember the, the name of them. One of those um, fly-headed things out of—I've um, even forgotten the name of the bloody episode now. 
the Easter special one. That's how forgetful it, Forgettable it was. Right. Hmm. Um, one with Michelle Ryan in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the Easter special, weren't it? Planet yeah. of the Dead or something. Planet of the Dead, that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah one of those fly-headed people on the wall as well, I noticed. Yeah. Um, and I've got a funny thing. It, it's in very, very... Um, it was sort of in the background. It's out of focus. I think there was one of the tree people from Chris Reckleston's second episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think it was one. Oh, seriously, it's like sort of conical shaped head, and it was either it was either that or um, Raggedy out of uh, Rupert the Bear. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. Yeah. Imagine what nightmare room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was, there was I was, I was in just his scarf. Yes. <laughs> and a world of possibilities. <laughs> ah, naughty. Anyway, um, going back onto the, the, uh, the we go back to the monitor, I'll actually like the thing, it, it come the end, it was just like a creature of habit. Yeah, it was instinct that kept driving it on. I quite sort of rather than it was sort of um, making it a, a sort of a pure monster of the week. It was at the end; it just couldn't help itself. Yeah, and for it to be related it, to, to the Nymans as well, yeah, I thought was and a stroke it was of genius. As they were, yeah, yeah. But the only thing it did, sort of didn't really explain is how those people were brought to the ship. It, I know it sort of it just it just sort of because of their faith, but it didn't actually sort of how how did it achieve that? I know you sort of I know it's sort of a very very minor thing, but uh, but it's also again it's sort of again. Why would people setting up a prison ship actually set something up that kept dragging innocent people yeah, off so, to be yeah that was a bit um, killed yeah I don't know if, I can't remember if they actually said it, it was it just got stuck in its programming. But that was just to do it, with it, the fact that it wasn't getting rid of the the rooms of people that had already died. Yeah. It wasn't getting rid of other people's yeah, nightmares. Yeah, so there was all sorts of was, stuff there, weren't there? So yeah. yeah. Like the the gym teacher and the clown and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And you also then given it's interesting that they, and Raw the point is Rory's not actually wasn't given anything that he was supposed to be scared of anymore. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact. It, it was. He was scared. He had no faith either. That he just didn't want him full stop. So he didn't offer yeah. him a room because he had no faith. No. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, because that it's was nothing the thing. he believed in anymore. No. Um, now, whether that is a direct um, consequence of last week's episode. Yeah. I mean, it obviously was last week was obviously setting you up for the end of this week's, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but again, if you think about it, that one was supposed to be in the place of the black spot. The girl who waited. Was it that? I thought it was the... I thought it was that one. No, I thought it was Night Terrors. Oh, you might be right, actually. No, you're right, it's Night Terrors. Yeah, yeah you are right, Sorry. No, yeah, so it does lead lead in rather nicely then. Yeah, it does work. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you had Rory's disillusionment last week and then getting to Amy's ah, 
but it all disillusion Amy this week. Yeah, but it also says he's got no faith in Amy. Yeah. Because you would have thought that would that would have been the one thing, especially it, it went on last week. You know how much he how much he loves Amy. Um, but this week it sort of proved he hasn't got any faith in her. He doesn't. It's like he doesn't completely trust her. Because especially with that bit, that bit when the doctor realizes the reason they got Paul there was, was because of Amy's faith in the doctor. Yeah. And it was the look on Rory's face when when the doctor stated that. Yeah. So it doesn't look like he's got much faith in either of them and underneath it all. Yeah. Interesting that. Yeah. And you also feel that uh, the other thing that was set up on this, <clears throat> just just to... You don't, you're now sort of thinking, talking about there being no story arc. Mm. Is what he sees in the room of any significance at all? Well, I begin to wonder if we're, we're going to find out or not. Or is it just put in there to just get everybody asking what was in the room? What do you think was in the room? Yeah. I actually hope, I, I sort, of, sort of secretly hope that it's just a, what what was in the room, getting think, people yeah. thinking what was in the room, rather than explaining it. I hope they do just leave it ambiguous. Just let everybody just have their own ideas as what would be the Doctor's nightmare yeah. room. As opposed to... Actually, yeah, it's trying to explain it in the following episode. Yeah, because I thought they were going to go down some obvious, it's Daleks and and things like that, but obviously we know there's not going to be any Daleks this series. Um, So I I think that's just, I think it would be nice just to leave it at that, really. Just leave it sort of open. And he says, it says it has, I can't remember now, do you know what the exact line he said? Oh, was it something that it had to be you or something like that? Or It was something, a, a person, wasn't yeah. it? Rather than an object or a thing. You got the feeling it was a person. But like I say, I mean, I don't know. I, I suspect that was just put in there as a... Well, you could also sort of presume it was something to do inside the TARDIS because you had the cloister bell. Yeah. So I was sort of assuming that's what as... You know that 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 that's also connected to it somehow, but who who yeah. it was in there? Yeah. No, and I think that's that that really, if it's left Ooh, as that. Ah, be... ah, now I just had a thought actually. Hmm. Cloister Bell, maybe it's him. Obviously, when you hear the cloister, the TARDIS is in trouble. Yeah. Maybe it's his greatest fear is losing the TARDIS. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things, isn't it? Yeah. You just don't know. You just don't know. And I think that's what it should be left as. I think so. I would like if they don't explain that one. I'd keep a little leave bit... it for generations to worry about. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a uh, doesn't I, need to be wrapped. It up, doesn't. It? That doesn't. No, certainly not. Um, but there's also another little plot point left. That I don't know if it's meant to be a, a, a sort of dangling plot point. Because when Amy said the Doctor, what do time laws pray to? We're yeah. talking about faith. Um. Dunno. I don't know. I wonder if that's meant to be leading into something, or it's it's just an ambiguous, and another thing to add a little bit of mystery to to the time. To, to, yeah, and him in particular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't know. It, it was interesting. It was very. I thought it was a good episode. It's it's um, it's it's been my sort of second favourite so far of this half of the series. 
Yeah, I don't, there hasn't really been a bad. No, there hasn't been. No, there hasn't. I mean, not in certainly not in my eyes, and I mean, what you just said certainly not in yours either. I know that there's been a a few people who have been disappointed with this series as a whole, not just this half, but as a whole. Um, I can't quite see where they're coming from on that. Yeah, like I say, the only thing the only thing you could have been disappointed to was in the fact of it being very heavy arc orientated. But actually, if you think about it over now, now we're getting to the point near the end of it. Mm. You look back as the series as a whole. We should probably be reviewing this. We we'll probably review it some other time. Will it be, hasn't yeah. now. But it's balanced itself out again now. It's just the first half was so. Yeah, I've, I I begin to wonder it's because they did move Night Terrors and the Curse of the Black Spot around. But even so, that, it did it did that, upset that the balance. I don't know. Change the the balance as such. Hmm. It's just you wonder whether they could have in some way have put one of these in as an extra episode. If Night Terrors could have gone into the first half as well. Mm. But then you'd have obviously had an unbalanced amount of episodes at the start on this. You'd have only had, you'd have had eight and five, wouldn't you? Well, you, you, could have put, you could have put um, that, the Almost People two-parter into the second half, really, and moved a couple of them back into the first half to, to, to balance it out a little bit. I suppose, actually... You but, there, uh, but then again, you still couldn't have done that because then you had the... Um, flesh and... The Good, good Man Goes to War with the... With yeah. the um, the, the the flesh melody. So yeah, yeah. You'd have to have finished the first half of the series with um, Amy being dissolved. Yeah, Jamie being dissolved, and that would have had to have been the cliffhanger for the series. And then you'd have had to have st- started the next series with a good man goes to war and let's kill Hitler, which I think probably would have been a. I think a good man goes to war would have been a better series. Opener yeah. than a series closer, because it, yeah. it didn't really end on a cliffhanger. No, it ended on a revelation. Yeah, but it wasn't what I'll call a cliffhanger. Um, so you I, I, put... Amy dissolving now—that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, so you could have put Night Terrors in after um, the Doctor's wife. Hmm. Yeah, me up a bit. But anyway, yeah. that's 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 yeah, that... either here nor there. Today. No, we, we we can do that when we get the DVD. <laughs> collection <laughs> you, can, you can watch them in the, uh, your own order oh that's it so that's actually that's probably it if you actually watch the watch all the dvds just watch the watch put slot night terrors in somewhere at the beginning of the the first series when you're watching the first half of the series and it would probably actually be much more enjoyable it probably would be actually yeah probably would be so well i i haven't really got much more to to say about this because I, I just really did enjoy it and i, I you know I don't want to sort of sit around picking fault. No, no, that, that's my faults actually. On that, it's, it's purely let's, let's leave it there, shall we? And yeah, I think so. On the note that we both thoroughly enjoyed it and are thoroughly enjoying this half of the series, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic so far. Um, yeah, we'll save all the negative for the next podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes, folks, because our next podcast is Torchwood, the last episode. Um, so um, yeah, we, so we'd like to leave this on a high and we'll, we'll get all the negative stuff out of our systems on the next podcast well I will be anyway yes, <laughs> yes because um, as as a, so on a second week running we're actually putting out two podcasts um, 
So, because uh, obviously to discuss Doctor Who and torture in, in one ep- one podcast is it's a bit of a tall order for people to sit through, and yeah, we we we, we, we would like to try and keep our listeners. <laughs> We give you the option of listening or not listening to the tortured one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You've got the option of listening or not listening to this one, of course. Of course you have. But we'd prefer you to. Yes. This is Doctor Who, we're a Doctor Who podcast. There you go. Okay. Right, so shall we leave it there, Paul? Yes. Let's leave it there. Okay, good stuff. So, um, we will be back um, in a day or two with um, probably, we'll put... um, the Torchwood of one out tomorrow, which will be Monday. So, uh, yes, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yes, I've decided that's what we're going to do. See, God complex again. <laughs> and as we know in this in this podcast, your word goes. <laughs> Not at all. We're, we're... I haven't heard from Tony for a week or so. You know, I'm getting to wonder what's happened to him. I've had him whacked. <laughs> it was that last, that slight questioning of your. Then you know I've, I've this uh, podcast actually funded by the mafia now. So let, let's see, Tony. Tony's disappeared, and you've had building work going on. Mm. Mm. Starting. To... <laughs> Do you know what? I have had paving done. Yes. <laughs> this is what's worrying me now. Yes. So, <laughs> listeners, put two and two together, and then you'll know what happened to Tony. <laughs> oh dear! Right on that murderous note. It is. Goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website which is www.whos-he.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.